Hello from the East Coast to the West Coast and to listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. We're broadcasting on Liberty Works Radio Network at libertyworksradionetwork.com and their affiliate stations. Also, don't forget you can always learn more about our show and find podcasts posted at truthseekersradioshow.com. Today, my guest is Wolfgang Halbig. Wolfgang has had a lengthy career in law enforcement and school security and safety. He's currently a national school safety expert and consultant, and he has consultant for over, consulted for over 8,000 national school districts. He's also a former Florida State Trooper, customs inspector, and he's held former school administrator positions such as dean and assistant principal and director of school safety and security for Seminole County Public Schools. Now, given his background in school safety and security, he started to look into the Sandy Hook incident. Now, while trying to find out what he could about the incident, what he did start to notice was that a lot of things just didn't make sense. So if you will help me welcome Wolfgang Halbig. How are you doing today, Wolfgang? Uh, Very good. Thank you, Angelina, for allowing me to be part of your program tonight. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Now, Wolfgang, you know... None of us were there, so we, we're on what I call the outside. So we're on the outside looking in. All we know as, you know, people around the country that weren't there was what the media was telling us. And from that, we all just naturally form an opinion on what happened. I know I have my opinion, you have yours, and I'm sure the listeners out there have theirs. But to keep the interviews credible as possible, what I really wanted to talk to you about today was I want to hear your personal story, how you got involved in the investigation, and discuss the facts that you know, and then the questions you had that you just couldn't get answers to. And then I think what's really important is if we put together some of the anomalies that we find as we go on that just don't make any sense or the things that are out of the ordinary, especially as you would know it, since this is your field of expertise. So how I'd like to start is from the very beginning, because some of the listeners may have heard your story before and others not. So let's just pretend like nobody's ever heard of you before. So as a school safety professional, you do that today. Is that correct? I mean, you're still doing that. All right, I'm still a national school safety consultant, and I still do a lot of work in the expert witness, you know, in school shootings or uh, when students are injured, you know, on school grounds. You know, I get hired by attorneys as an expert witness. Okay. So then Sandy Hooks happens, and then now how did this lead to you getting involved in the case itself? Well, you know, remember... We just said, as a national school safety consultant, I've been in Bethel, Alaska, Columbine, Jonesburg. I mean, I've traveled the country helping school superintendents and school board members develop emergency management plans. I help them train all of their employees on how to respond to uh, emergencies, you know, different types of emergencies. So. It's been my life, and I hopefully, you know, when you get invited by a superintendent and a school board uh, to come to their school district to do that, uh, Angela, they trust you. Think about this. The listeners, you got to remember this. When somebody invites you in your house, they trust you. And that is the greatest privilege that I've earned in my last 20 years, that people across the country trust me. So... With that being said, I was doing a workshop in Tampa, Florida, for 200 school board members here in Florida. And, you know, I'm, we're in this huge ballroom, and all they could talk about is Sandy Hook. We do not want to have a Sandy Hook in our school district. What do we do? What do we need to prepare? Do we need to buy more cameras? Do we need to hire more police officers, security guards? I mean, these school board members... You know, their highest priority is school safety, and they're panicking. I can sense the panic and fear in their eyes that what if this happened in my district? So the problem was I didn't have the answers for them. Mm -hmm. Now think about this. I'm embarrassed. I truly, truly don't have the answers. Why? 
Well, we haven't heard the truth yet about Sandy Hook. There hasn't been a, a study done. There, uh, colleges haven't done a study. FBI really hasn't done anything. Secret Service. In Columbine, the Secret Service came out with a study. We haven't seen that at Sandy Hook. So we don't even know the truth. So how do I tell board members and superintendents what they must do if I don't know what happened at Sandy Hook? Does that make sense? Right. So what the point I want to make here is you didn't just one day jump up and say, hey, no. I'm going to get involved in this Sandy Hook and see what dirt I can find. This was something where you were faced in your day-to-day work, you were being asked questions, and you just plain didn't have the answers. Now, yeah, if, I so, did, if I didn't do this for a living, I, you and I wouldn't be talking tonight. You know, and And the thing about this is that it took me three days. I mean, I was at home on the day that it happened on December 14th. I still remember it. December 14, 2012, breaking news. I saw it flash across the screen. And it was very simple. Shots fired at an elementary school, Connecticut. We didn't know the school. We didn't know injuries. I mean, I couldn't get away from the television because that's what I do for a living. Now, how the, now, Wolfgang, at that time, though, you had no reason not to believe what you were seeing on the media. Is that correct? I believed everything. Can I tell you what? Every word that came out of the national news media, I believed in all my heart. I watched it. I, I was sick to my stomach thinking or trying to visualize, dear God, please don't let children be dead or teachers. I mean, please, just, you know, let it just be a rumor, bad report. And as the breaking news kept getting bigger and bigger, I kept switching channels. The next thing you know, you know, children have been shot. Teachers have been shot. And I'm sitting, my God, who would do that to innocent children? These are elementary school children. They had me hooked. I watched that television. You couldn't get me away from it. And, you know, three days later, I actually sent a check of $100 to Newtown in trying to help them, you know, heal. I made a donation because as a national school safety consultant, I know what it's going to take for a community to heal. Okay, so you now are trying to find out the answers because you're at this thing in Tampa and they're asking you, and then is that when you said, well, let me try to see what I can find out, or how did that happen? No, I, no it's, the, you know, the, the nexus was the board members asking me, you know, mm-hmm. what happened at Sandy Hook. When I first learned about it is uh, when I first started asking questions, it was on the, the fifth day after watching the breaking news, learning that children have been shot and killed, teachers. And what I didn't hear, here's the thing is, this is what I didn't see and what I didn't hear, because out of Columbine, everybody needs to know that if there's one thing that across this country, every police department, every paramedic and EMT, school district learn, they learn the term active shooter. They have, the government has spent millions, hundreds of million dollars in making sure that a Columbine could never happen. So when I started to look at the news footages, I couldn't see any trauma helicopters. And I couldn't imagine somebody not picking up a phone that morning, calling the Lifestar helicopters in Hartford, Connecticut, and ordering the trauma helicopters. I mean, we're talking about first graders, kindergartners, children, teachers, and nobody bothered to pick up the phone to call them. And so what I did is to make sure that I wasn't wrong, I actually called Lifestar in Hartford, Connecticut. And I said, I told them who I was, and I said, why in the world would you not respond to your helicopters, your trauma helicopters to the Newtown Sandy Hook? We were never contacted. Nobody ever bothered to call us. I cannot tell you how angry I was. I was furious. I mean, to be honest with you, I was, I was angry. All right. Well, listen, Wolfgang, we got to take our first break. Listeners, today my guest is Wolfgang Halbig. He is a national school safety expert and consultant, and we're speaking to him today about the Sandy Hook incident. And we'll be back momentarily on the True Seekers radio show.
This is a national health care alert. If you or a loved one is on Medicare, having difficulty with your knees, or having trouble doing everyday routines within your home because of pain in your knees, we have great news. Because of your Medicare coverage, you may qualify to get a comfortable, pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Have your red, white, and blue card ready to get immediate coverage answers. If you are on Medicare and have knee pain, don't wait. Ask how you can get your custom-fitted, comfortable brace at little or no cost to you. This offer includes free information and free shipping delivered directly to your home. All of the Medicare paper work is handled by our accredited suppliers who also have back braces at no cost to you. You may qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost. If you are on Medicare and have knee pain, don't wait. Call the Mobility Hotline right now. 800-430-9605-800-430-9605-800-430-9605-800-430-9605. For thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the acai berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show today. My guest is Wolfgang Halbig. He is a national school safety expert and consultant, and we're talking about Sandy Hook. So, Wolfgang, you find out that these uh, that this Life Star, whatever you called it, was not called, and so then what happened after that? Well, the thing about Life Star trauma helicopter is the quickest, best medical trauma helicopter money can buy. I mean, that's what these kids deserve. And then as I started again watching the news media and listening to the stories, remember this is a week after the event. And then I started seeing some reports that I shared. You know, I've got contacts in law enforcement. I find out that they never, ever allowed any of the paramedics or EMTs who responded that morning inside the Sandy Hook School all day long. Now, who would do such a thing? Remember, active shooter, the rules are simple. The first arriving police units, they have the highest priority is to get in there, and they only have one job, and one job only, is to neutralize the threat, which means kill that person or persons, whoever is hurting or killing children. The second thing is get all the medical help as quickly as possible once you've neutralized the threat. Well, if you understand that concept, why would we not have let the medical people and the medics inside that school? I don't understand it. That's just outright negligence. So then what did you do next? Well, uh, then I started to see that all of these children and teachers and even supposedly Adam Lanza, who was the killer, they were all declared legally dead within the first 10 minutes from the time the shooting started. Now, the one thing that I looked up very quickly when you researched the laws in Connecticut, only a doctor or a registered nurse who has special certification can declare people legally dead. Well, you gotta tell me this. Who is the doctor that was there to do that? The medical examiner did not arrive until three and a half hours after the first shots were fired. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you know what? I'm just asking you listeners. Don't just listen to me. Research it for yourself. Open your heart. Open your minds. Use your God-given common sense. Do not trust the national news media as a means of getting your information. What they did, the national news media, I'm telling you, they used emotions. 
They inflicted emotional distress on millions of Americans, and they used it with children and teachers. And I'm going to tell you something. That is the worst thing that I've ever seen in my life in, the, in this country. I, I do call it a conspiracy. Well, just to be devil's advocate here, if if whoever was on the scene, and I don't even know if we really know who was there, who all was there, what if they just said, they told the media that these children were dead, and that's how that story flew? I mean, that would no. make sense, wouldn't it? No, but see, the problem is, remember I told you how much money we have spent across this country in training school districts, private, parochial? Uh-huh. We make sure now that there are protocols in place, that there's supposed to be solid communication. That's why today... FEMA, Homeland Security, they have a term called incident commander. Nothing happens without that person. It could be a man or a woman. They have an incident commander for law enforcement, and there is an incident commander designated for medical services. That's where the information comes from. Then you have what you call a public information officer. Nothing gets out there unless it comes to their mouth. Mm-hmm. So... When you look at all this misinformation, I'm sure you saw it. I have never, ever in my, I mean, I'm 68 years old, and dear God, I, you know, I hope that I'm wrong, but because they're refusing to answer these questions, I think there's a red flag. And I, and I think I knew there was something wrong when they sent two homicide investigators to my house a week before Christmas in 2013, uh, telling me that if I don't stop asking questions, I'm going to be arrested. Now, I want you to think about that. I'm a naturalized U.S. citizen, mm-hmm. and they're telling me that I cannot ask questions? Like, who didn't, why didn't they order trauma helicopter? That's a logical question. Why didn't you let the paramedics or EMTs? In, that's a logical question. Who declared all of those children and teachers legally dead? I think that's a logical question that every American has a right to know, especially parents and grandparents. Because what if something like that were to happen in their community? They need to know how these emergencies are going to be treated when they unfold. We have a right to know. Okay, so you weren't getting answers, so what did you do next? Well, I had to hire a lawyer. I, I hired an attorney out of Connecticut and uh, paid him $15,000 to try to submit the same Connecticut FOIA request that I was submitting, except he was going to put it on his you know, attorney's stationery. And you know what? I've been doing this now for two years, and to this date, your listeners need to know this. They have refused to answer any of my questions. They don't even bother to return phone calls. And the other thing that bothers me more than anything, I made sure that each of my questions are not offensive to any of the parents who supposedly lost a child on that day. I don't want to hurt anybody's feeling. But as a national school safety consultant and trying to help school districts who have a need to know on how to protect their children and teachers, I ought to have the answers. And these are simple questions now is it true that there were absolutely no lawsuits filed by any of the parents who lost their children in the sandy hook incident that you know about well just recently just recently if you read the papers there were about eight or nine parents got together and they filed a lawsuit against bushmaster the company who made the ar-15 rifle that supposedly killed all the children and teachers. So yes, they have filed a lawsuit, but I can tell you this, they should be filing every parent, every parent and every loved one of the teachers and principal's husband and daughters, they should be filing the lawsuits against the Newtown Public Schools for negligence. Lack of training, lack of keys. I mean, they did nothing to protect those children and teachers. And I want you to know this. Please, I want you to, if you go to my website, www.sandyhookjustice, this school on December 14th through 12th was the most filthiest, most deplorable-looking school that I as a school administrator have ever observed. 
It was a toxic waste dump. What parent, what parent who loves their child would ever send their child to this school with lead paint, high level of lead paint all throughout the school, high level of asbestos. I mean, it's all documented. We found the documents. This school is flooded with hazards. It's got more PCP in the groundwater. So here's my question. What parent would be sending their child to Sandy Hook Elementary School? Well, and another thing is, wasn't this, uh, uh, isn't it a well-to-do area? Well, if you look, again, ABC News, CNN, CBS, NBC, they put a big old screen up there saying that the Sandy Hook Elementary School was a vanguard school. Parents from all over moved into Sandy Hook and Newtown because of Sandy Hook Elementary being a vanguard state-of-the-art school. Now, please don't just listen to my voice. Look at the pictures that are on our website. That school was flooded. You can see the watermark six to eight inches off the floor. The doors are rotten. I mean, you got cracks in the wall. Who would send your child to that school? And let's say those children did die. Let's say it did happen. Why in the world would you allow that to happen and let children die in such a filthy and deplorable school? I mean, if they're going to die, at least let people die in a clean school. That makes me angry. Were you ever able to verify, because I had read, the thing is, I can't remember where I read this. This was way before we ever scheduled this interview. But I thought that I had seen somewhere on a report online that the Sandy Hook that we saw on TV is in close proximity to another school and that that school was originally closed down and then they reopened a new school but it was it was close in proximity. Have you ever been able to verify that? No. No. I the one thing I, I look at Sandy Hook Elementary School and it took me a week. Remember I told you it took me a week. I call it the best delusion that the Homeland Security and FEMA has ever pulled off on all of the American people using emotions and uh you know they're playing with their emotions, and they brainwash this using the national news media. Do you know, I travel all over the country, and when I ask people on the spot, do you believe Sandy Hook really happened? They all say, oh, yes. I mean, they don't even hesitate. And if I ask the second question, do you think children and teachers actually died that day? Absolutely. How in the world can you even question that? And so, then I said, well, how do you know that to be a fact? How do you know that is the truth? I saw it on national TV. Now, that to me, now this is 99.9% of the people across America. When I fly, and I'll be going up to Hartford again. I'll ask people again. They saw it on the national news. Now, that is dangerous. When we've come to the point where we, when we come home at the end of the day after working, and we believe and trust the national news, I think we're in serious trouble. So then that brings the question, why would they have done this? I mean, what would they be covering up? Why isn't the cover story true? I mean, what would be their reasoning to do this? Could it be that they just really messed this up and they don't want to admit to it? Well, it's a scripted event. No, I think it's a scripted event. I think all the people, it was a capstone exercise where the whole community had to be involved in it. I think all of the people have been granted immunity by the federal government. And the reason I say that, that's why they're so arrogant. When you have people, police and community leaders, and they're arrogant and don't return phone calls, they're comfortable. They're not worried about what's going to happen to them. Can I tell you, when I was a school principal, and if you called me as a mom and uh, you wanted to talk to me and you left a message, if I didn't call you back within the next day, I'm considered to be unprofessional. True? Yes. You would expect me as a parent, and you not, I may not like you as a parent. You have given me hell all along. But you know what? I said, oh, my God, she's calling me again, okay? Mm-hmm. But guess what? I have to return that phone call. I may not like it. It's my job. Angelina, for two years, these people refused to call me back. They don't even want to talk on the phone. 
It's their job. They're well, government they, employees. Depending on how high this would go up, if, if this didn't in fact happen, they may have been ordered not to talk to you, too. Well, you know what? I Well, I think that's where I sense the arrogance that... I'm telling you, they're flat arrogant. They don't, I mean, they will not talk to you. And here's what's happening out of Sandy Hook. And I caution every listener to be careful in your state, in your community. Connecticut legislatures have just passed a law because of Sandy Hook that any parent in Connecticut who now chooses to homeschool their child, their child's going to have a, have a complete mental health examination by a psychiatrist. Now, you tell me if this is the America, you as a mom, you as a dad, you as a dad as a mom, you have a right to homeschool your child. It's your choice. But now they cannot do it unless they have a psychiatrist evaluate your child. And you know what the psychiatrist is going to do, don't you? Right, right. They're going to say your child's got problems. Right. I need to see your child for about six months. And then they're going to prescribe medication. Now, do you know what happens at that point? Now your child has a folder. If your child grows up and ever wants to buy a gun, guess what question they ask? Have you ever had a mental health issue? If you say yes, now you can't buy a gun. See, I think they're coming in the back door. I think this government is using mental health as a way to stop Americans from getting their guns. You know, it could be a lot of things behind it. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, it's, you know, they're violating the First Amendment, Second Amendment. I mean, they're violating due process. They're violating their own Connecticut FOIA laws. They're refusing to answer to their own school board policies. I mean, that's willful, intentional violation of the law. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That arrogance that they have, I think that's what they're saying to us. Well, you know, you people are so stupid. You ain't smart enough to figure it out. What are you going to do about it? See, well, I think that's what they're saying to me. What are you going to do about it? Well, guess what? I hired an attorney. I have filed a lawsuit. Ten subpoenas were issued last week all across the country requesting discovery information. And what that means, those people who are receiving those subpoenas, Guess what? They have to, they're going to have to go out and hire an attorney. Okay, well, think about it. They let's, never expected let's, that. We'll pick that up when we come back. Let's just take the second break, listeners. Today, my guest is Wolfgang Halbig. He's a national school safety expert and consultant. We're discussing Sandy Hook, and we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show. Thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147, When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-948-6817, 800-948-6817. 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show today. My guest is Wolfgang Halbig. He's a national school safety expert and consultant, and we're discussing the Sandy Hook incident. So Wolfgang, isn't this connected to what's coming up March 6th? Isn't that going to be a big day for you? Well, March 6th is when all of the uh, uh, subpoena discovery information have to be returned to us. So uh, this is what we're waiting for right now. Um, so, you know, something that I believe this is verifiable, or it was, wasn't there a discrepancy on some murder statistics for the state of Connecticut for that year? What was it, 2012? Did yeah, you... but I think, again, I think this is just playing games with our heads. You know, we've got we've got so many things misdirection. We got Nancy Lanza, we got Uganda Street, we got Gene Rosen, we got Transport. You know, they have thrown out so much information. Now I want you to visualize this, listeners. Think about this: the Connecticut State highly trained 80 SWAT team members enter Sandy Hook Elementary School. There's only 53 classrooms within that school, and they cannot find the secretary and the registered nurse in the front office for over four hours. Now, who believes that? Now, these people were there. They were alive, right? Absolutely. It was the, well, it was the secretary who made the 911 call. They're located right in the front office, and the registered nurse has her office right next door. But again, remember, 53 classroom, and what's the rule? Every classroom, every class, every a closet, and even the PIO uh, information officer, uh, Paul, uh, uh, Paul Vance, he said, we're going to search every crook and cranny of that school. Well, how in the world did you miss them in the front office? Now, these are highly trained Connecticut State Trooper SWAT team members. They know how to do it. They had dogs in there. They... They had the canines in there, and for four and a half hours, they can't find them. And then, this is my favorite part, when you see the nurse. When she comes out, she tells uh, ABC News, well, they told me to cover my eyes because they didn't want me to see all the blood. She's a nurse. You've got to be kidding me. She's a registered nurse. They don't, that's what she's there for. If people get hurt, break their legs, if somebody cuts their arm, there's bleeding. She, she, that's the, the world she lives in. Do you know anything about Adam Lanza and his mother? Don't want to know. I, you know. He's not worth talking about because I don't believe Adam Lanza existed. Again, it's causing us to spend all of our lives trying to figure out who he is. I think... I think what we ought to do is get answers to such simple questions and then move forward. For an example, are you ready? I don't know if you have children. Do you have children? No. Uh -uh. Now, I want you, listeners, I want you to think about this one. You have a child that's going to Sandy Hook. Your child is in the Sandy Hook Elementary School Choir. All of a sudden, you get a phone call saying, hey, your child and 25 other children from the choir are going to be flown to New Orleans, and they're going to sing with Jennifer Hudson in the middle of the field during the Super Bowl. Would you not think that's the greatest honor? Well, I, I not necessarily, but that's just my opinion. But well, no, no, I, no, I, I know where you're coming from. So, Well, you remember, part of us growing up, everything we do in life, is a memory right and can you imagine they are treated like royalty yeah and to this day we to this day we don't even know who these 26 children are we don't know their family names we don't see their field trip permission forms we don't see their itinerary we don't see anything and here's the one that gets me as administrator my highest priority in a high school or middle school is to promote children when they do good now, what those 26 children did, they represented their community after one of the most tragic days that this community ever endured, and they did such a great job. 
and I think they should have been recognized by school board members and superintendent and by their community for doing such a great job. Do you know they were never recognized? Not one word was ever spoken about them at a school board meeting. I have all the board minutes. They never even said, job well done. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is not public education. That's not who we are as educators. Well, it, it is odd. If if they did go and they sang and nobody ever said anything about it back home, that not one odd. word. Now, and the other and the uh -huh. other part, I think that every listener needs to know. Again, unless you're there or put yourself in a position, I don't think the listeners will ever understand. Uh, think about these parents when they found out their child was dead. They were told to go down to the morgue. And then the medical examiner, Dr. Wayne Carver, tells the parents that you're never, ever going to get in contact with your kids. We're going to show you pictures of them, and then you can tell us if this is your child. Well, I can promise you this, that if that was my first-grade little girl or first-grade little boy, I would do everything within my power to convince that medical examiner that I'm going to be in that room, in that morgue, with my child. I'm going to hold his or her hand. I'm going to hug my child. I'm not going to let my child leave, leave this earth without me being there. That, to me, is cruel and unusual that you don't let – I mean, it just, it's just unheard of. You know, Wolfgang, there is – there was something that I was looking into to get ready for this interview, and I found out, and this was just three of the people I know of, but I read that there was three people that were all linked one way or another to the Sandy Hook investigation, and within a eight- to nine-month period, they all died. They were all, the, I think the oldest one was 49, which isn't that old. And But the the one that really caught my eye was a reporter. He was a reporter for the New Haven Register, and he was 27. And he just mysteriously died, I think it was May 2014. And they never reported. They said that he had been on the, he had been covering the Sandy Hook case ever since the day it first broke, the story broke. But he just, they never could say how a 27-year-old just happens to die. And then the other thing is these three people that I'm talking about all died at the same hospital. Oh, absolutely. Now, now you know, you that might what, not yeah. be either here nor there, but I think that's a little more than coincidence. Because one absolutely. of the guys was one of the, he was one of the lead investigators. Major Podorsky. Yes, exactly. Yep, and think about it, they all died at the same hospital. And now think about it, he's a major of the Connecticut State Police, and supposedly he died, you know, mysteriously. But, you know, they never came back to let us know what the real cause of death was. Usually, you know, when someone dies in, in, in law enforcement at that level right. of unexplained death, they always come back and they do a follow-up story that he died of, you know, heart failure or liver or whatever. There is nothing that was done as a follow-up. Well, that 27-year-old, they said that he was really, he felt a real connection to this story and that he would keep going back to do more follow-up stories. And then all of a sudden, a couple years later, he's gone and they don't have any idea what happened. They, they just didn't see, and I could never find any follow-up stories that said that they found that he died from this, that, or the other thing. So I just thought, that's a fact, and that was strange to me. Well, I think I, think, I call Sandy Hook a game-changer for America. If your listeners, if your listeners would just unite, talk to each other, uh, don't prejudge, but use their hearts, use their brains, and look only at the fact. Don't listen to me. I mean, my God, I mean, I'm a national school safety consultant. I only believe in facts. And one of the facts that I really saw that really stood out is if you were to look at the picture of where Adam Lanza supposedly shot out that glass window at the front entrance of the school, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that picture? Yes, uh-huh. I want you to visualize 18 
highly trained Connecticut SWAT team members all going through that window to get inside the school. Can you can you imagine that to be a true statement? All 18? 18 of them in their sworn police affidavit wrote that when I arrived at Sandy Hook, I entered the school through the shot-out glass window. Right. I could see maybe the first few if they couldn't get in the door. Yeah, but what would the first one do? Remember, highly trained. I mean, as a Florida, former Florida State Trooper, we've been trained that when we get in and there are glass, we, we take our batons, we take our flashlights, uh-huh. and we knock the glass out so the next guy doesn't get hurt from flying glass, okay? Okay. But 18 of them, and if you look at the picture, that's an actual crime scene picture, and the rule is you cannot disturb anything at the crime scene. Those chairs, the table, nothing has been moved, okay? Mm-hmm. The glass on the ground has not been disturbed by those 18 highly trained troopers. And I can tell you this, even the three stooges, they would send in Curly to open the door for the other two oh, guys. Right. right. I mean, this is just logic, 101, common sense. And people, with everything that you've shared with them tonight, it should raise concerns because when those police officers lie in their sworn affidavits, 18 of them, those have now become felonies. And that should warrant a brand new grand jury investigation. It ought to open up a congressional hearing. When you have that many police officers lie under oath, that is serious. Okay, Wolfgang, let's take our last break. Listeners, today my guest is Wolfgang Halbig. He's a national school safety expert and consultant, and we're discussing Sandy Hook, and we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. One quick 10-minute call could help you solve your student loan problems. So call right now. Not available in all states. Payments may vary based on income. 855-351-FAST. 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 855-351-3278. There are three letters in the alphabet that strike terror in most of us. These are the three letters you need to avoid at all costs. I-R-S. If the IRS is coming after you for $15,000 or more in back taxes, you don't want to fight them alone. You need the help of the tax resolution experts at U.S. Tax Relief. They've helped thousands of people like you eliminate up to 85% of their delinquent taxes. If you qualify, U.S. Tax Relief can settle your tax debts for less than you owe, remove penalties and interest, and protect you from bank levies and garnishments. If you owe the IRS at least $15,000 in back taxes, call U.S. Tax Relief now for a free consultation and see how much money they can save you. Call Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show today. My guest is Wolfgang Halbig. And Wolfgang, could you give us your website address again? Yeah, please go to www.sandyhookjustice.com. And your listeners are going to find all kind of great information. You'll actually see the scripts that were used by the Newtown Police Department that morning when the first 911 call came in. I mean, these are the scripts 
that were used by Newtown police. And how did you get a hold of these scripts? Or you say that you've seen them, correct? Right. Two Connecticut state troopers who were in my class in 2002 uh, shared with me that these were scripts. And I missed it. When I read all of those documents, when I read it, it had absolutely no meaning to me. Just like the Connecticut transmission, all that stuff had no meaning to me because this report was like a data dump. Even the commission, the chairman of the commission that was appointed by the Governor Malloy to study the Sandy Hook shooting and make recommendations, he actually said to the uh, Hartford Current, this is the worst data dump that his committee has ever seen. There's no indexing, no rhyme or reason. It's just like you never knew what you were going to look at. And so these two Connecticut State Troopers, I flew up to Hartford, uh, we met, and I tell you what, it's an eye-opener. You mean, tw- you, I think you said 2002, but you mean 2000. No, no, no. Two, these guys were regular police. See, I was doing training for the oh, Cops' program, okay. Okay. and they weren't working as Connecticut State Troopers in 2002. Uh-huh. And they happened to be in my class, and they stayed, you know, we spent three and a half days together in San Diego. And we got to know each other, and for some reason, they I think they felt like they were, well, I know this, they felt like they were used on that day because they were out on the interstate, and when the call went out, they raced. I mean, they raced. And then they were not even allowed to get close to the school. They were told to stay away. See, I think there's only a certain group of people that were allowed to be, participate in that event. You're talking Sandy Hook now. Right, Sandy Hook. Okay. Because I'm confused. You said 2002. That's when they were in my training class. Okay. All right. And when they left my training class, we lost contact with each other. And eventually they moved up to Connecticut and they became Connecticut State Troopers. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yes. Uh-huh. But there's a trust factor. They still remember me and my passion about school safety. Right. And right. one of them picked up the phone and said, look, we need to show you something. Okay. And I didn't hesitate. I got on the plane, went up to Hartford, Connecticut. We met, and I tell you what, to this day, I, I thank them. Oh, I see. So you I, had I this, like, it. 10-year friendship relationship right. with them that extended from the training. Right. And that's when yeah. they showed you this. Well, okay. Well, you know, in law enforcement, you, you build a bond. There's right. something that you take with you the rest of your life. And I even took that information up to Long Island recently. I was invited to speak to a group of Oath Keepers in Long Island, 200 people, Mm -hmm. and over half of them were NYPD detectives, police officers, paramedics, and EMTs. You can actually see the video if you go to YouTube, Wolfgang Halbig uh, does Long Island. You You can actually see my training video that I did with all those people, and not one of them questioned anything that we talked about that night. That's kind of where, what I wanted to ask you. How are other law enforcement people, when when they find out that you're involved in questioning this incident, I was just wondering if you get any flack from any of them, or how, what is their uh, response? No, no, it's not that I'm getting flag. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting is the fact is you're never going to never, here's their answer, they're never, ever going to allow you to get the answers. They're not going to let you solve this puzzle. So they're saying, in effect, that they don't necessarily say that it couldn't have been all a cover-up, correct? Right. They're not saying that. Right. But they're saying when they read the stuff that I have and I provide them, right. they, they, they see it, but they said, well, no matter what, they're not going to let you go anywhere with it. Sort of like Watergate. Remember, I don't know if you remember Watergate. I do. And uh, So they know you're going to be stonewalled pretty much. Well, and so where does that leave us today with your investigation? Well, like I get, the subpoenas are out there waiting for discovery. And then we're going to start, uh, we're going to start, you know, getting people in for depositions. Mm-hmm. And do you- Listen, I hate to cut you short, but I just had an emergency come up. Okay. All right, thanks Thanks, so much for being with us tonight. Well, listeners, Wolfgang Halbig, he's a national school safety expert and consultant, and he's been investigating Sandy Hook. I don't know if he ever will get his answers, but as you heard, he's not going to give up. And hopefully, if nothing else, 
what I'm hoping is just when you hear this, that it'll make you look into some other possibilities. We really don't know what happened, but I've got to tell you, just in preparing for this show, what I noticed is there are a lot of anomalies out there, and if you go out and just read, you can find some of these things on your own. Anyway, well, that's it for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us on the Truth Seekers radio show. Until next week, God bless. This is a national health care alert. If you or a loved one is on Medicare, having difficulty with your knees, or having trouble doing everyday routines within your home because of pain in your knees, we have great news. Because of your Medicare coverage, you may qualify to get a comfortable, pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Have your red, white, and blue card ready to get immediate coverage answers. If you are on Medicare and have knee pain, don't wait. Ask how you can get your custom-fitted, comfortable brace at little or no cost to you. This offer includes free information and free shipping delivered directly to your home. All of the Medicare paper work is handled by our accredited suppliers who also have back braces at no cost to you. You may qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost. If you're on Medicare and have knee pain, don't wait. Call the Mobility Hotline right now. 800-430-9605-800-430-9605-800-430-9605-800-430-9605. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. One quick 10-minute call could help you solve your student loan problems. So call right now. Not available in all states. Payments may vary based on income. 855-351-FAST. 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 855-351-3278. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans and your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. Even if you no longer wear the uniform today. You can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at amvets.org.